0: The Man Cave Chronicles is featured on CastBox, the fastest-growing podcast app around with 50 million podcasts and audiobooks. With over 9 million downloads, CastBox is now the highest-rated podcast player on Android and iOS. CastBox is also one of the Android Excellence app of 2017, handpicked by Google. Download CastBox on Google Play or the App Store now to try it out for yourself. Enjoy this next episode. Great right. Are you a sports fan who loves to have a good laugh? Oh, yeah! Then you're in the right place. I want to make
1: them up again. Like
0: those Welcome to the man Hey everybody. Welcome to this week's podcast. This week I have Cameron Cole, television champion of ROW. What's going on, Cam?
1: Hey, I'm doing great. I'm glad to be here today. All right. So,
0: uh let's talk about a little bit about yourself. Uh, where are you from?
1: I actually was born in California, um, grew up there until I was about ten or eleven, and then we moved up to Oregon, and I kind of grew up in Oregon and whatnot, and then moved down here to Texas about three years ago. Yeah. Uh,
0: what made you uh, move to Texas?
1: Uh, p- to continue the uh, the whole wrestling thing. I started up in Oregon, but it just I knew if I wanted to really take it serious, I'd have to kind of branch out, and that's what brought me down here. Yeah. So, um, how did you get into wrestling? It was just uh, something I always wanted to do growing up. I always had it in the back of my mind. And I would say the one thing that really changed it was uh, I kind of watched on and on. But once I rented a wrestling game, it was like at a blockbuster. It was a random Friday night or whatever. I was 13 years old, I think. And uh, I rented it and it was just kind of from there, I just knew I wanted to do it. Yeah, what uh, What wrestling game was it? Do you remember? It was it was uh the SmackDown versus Raw. I forget which one. It was wait, what well, it was uh just SmackDown. I think it was the one um where you could do like a draft mode or whatever. Okay, because yeah. I was thinking of,
0: I was thinking if it was the one for like uh remember No Mercy for Nintendo 64.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I I'm not that old though. <laughs> uh,
0: I'm, I'm old. I'm 40 years old. So.
1: Oh
0: okay. Okay. <laughs> so um, so you moved to Texas. Did you and you want you're going to the Booker T school for training right
1: yeah I moved down here to train with Booker T and it's been crazy ever since just a roller coaster ride yeah
0: what uh how long have you been there for now
1: um we are going a little bit over three years now
0: yeah. and how's uh tell us all about the training and everything
1: the training's great it's uh it's gotten so much bigger since I moved down here I remember we uh had a little school near Pasadena Texas and it was definitely serviceable it was a good school but about a year, a year and a half ago, we moved to the World Gym Arena, which is our own personal custom-designed gym. Booker T made it himself. Uh, we built it from the floor up, and it's just crazy. Like it's, Other than NXT, it's definitely the best facility in the world if you want to become a professional wrestler.
0: Yeah, I've read reviews about it. Uh, I'm more of old-school wrestling, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I've read reviews that he has one of the best schools, and um, oh my God, what's his name? Ken Anderson has the other one
1: hmm. out, out in Minnesota.
0: What- Oh, Minnesota? Okay. Yeah. Um, So who are the... Is Booker T a trainer, or does he have people working for him?
1: Booker T definitely helps out a lot with the training. Like, he'll watch the training matches and really give good insight and whatnot there. We have a couple guys selected from the roster to help with uh, training days and whatnot, but it's really just um, pretty much like day-to-day whoever from the roster is there and whatnot and uh, helping with training, the new guys and everything. Yeah.
0: Has he brought any... uh like names that he is friends with throughout his career
1: yeah definitely um we've had kurt angle down here uh mvp boogeyman all all kinds of names yeah i mean uh
0: getting trained by kurt angle must be like a fantastic
1: feeling yeah being able to meet him was kind of surreal uh i watched him so much growing up and then um he was at our summer champion show about a year ago and he did a little like uh segment in the ring and whatnot but it was really crazy to actually like be there standing next to him and um he was blown away by the facility about how how training and everything. He was just completely blown away. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm actually surprised. Actually, he, I think he just opened up something too, hasn't he? Uh, I'm not sure to be honest. I'd have to look it up. Yeah, I think I've read, but I think it's like for real wrestling, for like oh, the, okay. for like the high school wrestling and college wrestling. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so I, your training is that consist every day at the school? How does it work exactly? Yeah, it's
1: it's uh, Monday through Friday. The school usually opens up about 5 p.m. We have uh, weight training. We have our own weight training uh, facility. And then we usually get in the ring about maybe 7, 7.30 and whatnot, depending on who's there and everything. Right. And do so. you guys uh, do shows every weekend? Not every weekend. It's out once a month. Actually, our next show is tomorrow night, so I'm um, gearing up for that one. Right.
0: And now you also fight for other indie wrestling scenes too, right?
1: Yeah, I've been uh, traveling all around the country lately. In Oregon, California, we have some shows here in Texas. It's a uh, it's crazy. Yeah. what are the some of the other uh, organizations that you wrestle for? Um, this past weekend I went back home to the West Coast Wrestling Connection, a really a top notch TV show up in Portland, Oregon. Um, I've been in California a couple times in October for Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Okay. Um, and then places around Texas like Metroplex. I'm really excited to be able to work main event pro wrestling, which is a big uh, organization down here in Texas coming up. So, just exciting, man. Keep being able to do this.
0: Um. So you said you wrestled for uh, the Hollywood Championship Wrestling too? Yeah. Yeah, I had. I was, oh, go ahead. I, I had uh, Johnny LaQuasto on a few, uh, couple, about a month ago.
1: I think I think I saw that. I was like, yeah. it was a coincidence because I just met him and it was like I saw it. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah, he's a good
0: he's a good dude
1: yeah he is, yeah he is.
0: He's a big, big wrestling fan, and uh, he loves doing the announcing.
1: Yeah, he loves it. I could just see like his eyes glow up when like they're going over the meetings and everything. He really just loves being a part of it. yeah. um So when you were growing up, like who were some of your favorite wrestlers? Um, it really started. there were a couple guys that really just like um, I don't know for what reason, but I was just like hooked to him. It was Triple H Kurt Angle. AJ Styles and Randy Orton were really the four guys I always kinda like watched. There's just something special about him, um, every time I saw him. Yeah. I don't I don't think Kurt
0: Ingle has ever had a bad
1: match. I honestly like it's crazy. Uh, through TNA and everything, like he just works and it's amazing. Still to this day, like I guarantee if they put him in a big time match it'd be amazing. I, I think he will. I think you'll see. I think him. he will too. Yeah.
0: And and if you actually listen to him in other podcasts, he you know, or other wrestlers talking about him, uh if they've worked with him in the ring they've said that there's been times where he's carried the match for them
1: i can imagine like um a lot of a lot of his matches you could just tell he's going like it's not like pre pre whatever like spot fests or anything you could tell they're just going and going and um yeah. it's really amazing cuz he started out with just like a year of training before he got into the WWF and just to see how far he came in just like two or three years it's really amazing yeah
0: did you uh, did you know that i mean uh, you probably have heard the stories how he he had an interview with McMahon, and I don't know if it was—I don't know if he asked for a certain amount of money at first or something. And I guess they said no, so a year went by. That's when he came back after too. In the beginning,
1: when he first started, hmm, was it? I think I did hear something about that he was still doing like it was after the Olympics, right? So yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because I guess he ha- even had an interview with like WCW, and I guess WCW passed up on him. <laughs> they passed up on Steve Austin Kurt Angle Chris Jericho Like Yeah uh, Yeah I mean
0: But you know It's, it's a business You know you know, It's like uh, yeah. it's, it's like baseball You know You have a player That leaves a team That he did great on And then he goes to another team And he doesn't perform That's true Um And speaking of Still speaking about Kurt Angle That Him and AJ Styles Had some terrific matches In TNA
1: Yeah they did Like they were some of my favorites I remember uh, Um I think it was when AJ Styles was a the champion. They had a match when like they were trying to go toe to toe with um, Monday Night Raw. Amazing match. I remember watching that live. And I was like, damn.
0: And then uh, he uh, and him and Samoa Joe had good matches too. Yeah, definitely. Samoa just, Samoa uh, yeah. Joe is another person that
1: he's a top notch guy. Yeah, definitely. Like those TNA matches, I still watch them to this day. Like AJ, Joe, all those guys were just amazing back then. Um, I mean, they they're still amazing to the day, which is incredible. Yeah. yeah.
0: Did you see? Uh, because I'm
1: guessing you do follow, you know, other wrestlers on Instagram and stuff like that.
0: Chris, Jer- yeah. Chris Jericho just turned 47 years old.
1: I, I saw that. It's insane. He's still getting after it. He's touring with yeah. his band. Thing and, um, He just did the thing with Kenny Omega they're going to do. So that's... Yeah, I can't believe... I, I couldn't believe that when I saw that. I kind of... I was thinking of it because, like, they had the Twitter war or whatever. I never really put, like, two and two together, but it's kind of... Seeing where it's coming from, it was kind of, like, like, right there in front of us, and it was, like, out of nowhere. So it's... It's exciting. Yeah, it's it's
0: gonna be a crazy match because you know that yeah. for them, you know the that pay per view is like the, the the WrestleMania pretty much for Japanese wrestling.
1: Yeah, wonder what um like Vince and everything thought of when they saw that, or if they were I, let in.
0: On he's way. got a... From what I read, I did I read some stuff online earlier today that uh he has a good relationship with McMahon, so it was more about like he just wanted to go and do that. It's and as of right now, it's only a one and done deal. Yeah. But if he it's, wins uh, if he wins if he wins the title,
1: then he'll have to stick around. Yeah, definitely. It's crazy. Jericho's always done that where he's always taking these risks that like not a lot of uh guys were able to do. Yeah. I mean uh
0: yeah. CM Punk tried it too. He tried to take a yeah. risk. Which apparently he has signed for another uh UFC fight.
1: I guess he's no, already, for real? Yes he's already <laughs> he's already training, but they haven't announced who he's fighting. Hmm. I wonder if he's still gonna have that uh of spectacle around it or it's going to be... The Man Cave Chronicles on Twitter at The MCC Podcast. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, Blaze and Will here from Hey
0: Down In Front Podcast. Join us every Tuesday as we provide the movie commentary that you never asked for. Who's throwing a party? That's going to be terrible. We go over our weekly entertainment-based adventures. God... If you're
1: listening,
0: <laughs> Then we dig in and tear apart the movies everyone loves.
1: <laughs> oh, I had my mouth open, you f***ing <laughs> animal. Check us out on iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. <laughs> I had to rewind myself. I know. <laughs> All right, thanks for,
0: thanks, <laughs> thanks for mansplaining that <laughs> to <TV>, me, <please. laughs>
1: And give us a follow on Instagram at
0: front underscore podcast and Twitter at hdif underscore podcast. See you next Tuesday. Oh, okay, please.
1: <laughs> this is Adam Nutter.
0: And this is Greg Trout.
1: And we're Nerds with Words, and you are listening to the BS Podcast
0: Network. Did you watch yeah. that special when he was training and they had it
1: on uh, Fox? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. It was pretty awesome. Um, we actually streamed the fight live after one of our shows here for Booker T. Um, we had all the fans in there watching. It was exciting. Hmm.
0: Did you? Um, so, like, what goes through your mind when you first step in the ring? How do you prepare for your matches?
1: Um, it really depends the kind of the higher big time matches I'll get, um, kind of in the zone, like a week or two ahead of it. I'll be thinking about just kind of the moment and seeing myself there. I kind of try to, um, envision myself there about a week before kind of see, okay, this is what's going to happen. And for the bigger ones, it's definitely kind of just, um, keeping your mind, right. Making sure you go in there and just perform as far as just like local ones. Um, a lot of times it's just nerves. you get little butterflies. like I still get butterflies every time I get out there, but um, for the big time matches is where it's really kind of getting everything together yeah. do you do you like look forward to it like a couple of days before you step in the ring? Oh yeah, every single weekend I get to perform, I'm thinking about it like um I go to school part time here in um, Houston and like I'm in class always thinking about like man, I can't wait for this weekend to do this and do that yeah what um what are you going to school for? Right now I'm just um getting a basic business degree something I could kind of fall back on build. Yeah. What um So what did you do before wrestling? Before wrestling um it's kind of hard to look back. I I went to high school. I graduated from that. I got a part-time job or whatever started working, but um I always knew I I pretty much lived like 3 hours away from the wrestling school in Oregon and I always knew I was going to be there at one point and it was just kind of building towards that like um even in high school I always knew like I never did anything stupid like doing drugs or like partying because I knew there was something more I wanted there was just something in me that knew I had to uh, do this wrestling thing
0: what um, so how many
1: days and hours and days do you train who it's uh I try to at least get some type of um, workout in every day I've been switching up to like these circuit training workouts it really helps in the ring but um with the shows on the weekend it's like an everything everyday thing.
0: What does it consist of,
1: like, your training? Um, usually, like, at uh, Booker's, we'll go over drills and whatnot, kind of just get the cardio up. We'll have um, different, like, let's say, call spots out there, kind of just work um, different drills on top of the weight training and everything, just trying to get the heart rate up, get uh, ready for the shows. What do you tell somebody that comes up to you, like,
0: after the shows? Because, you know, you seem like the type of person you do a lot of meet and greet with the kids and everything, you like,
1: and they, you know, they tell you they want to be a wrestler. What do you tell them? Who it's, uh, I'm, I'm the type that I definitely keep it as real as possible. I tell them just, if you believe it, go after it. I mean, I'm just a normal person. There's nothing special about me. I just knew, I knew it was possible because other people are doing. And I tell, like, actually this past weekend I met a girl, um, she was, I think, nine years old and she was really excited. She's like, one day I'm going to be a diva, And I was like, that's amazing. You know, just keep with it. And, uh. Hopefully, you never know. Like one day it might happen. I think anyone could be anyone could be anything if they put their mind to it. What is a uh, What is your ultimate goal in wrestling? Um, my ultimate goal is definitely. It's hard to say. Like I'm not going to say the generic answer. Of WWE. I just try to take it like day by day, week by week. I know if I improve every day, every single weekend, getting better, um, working shows. It's just. It's kind of like a snowball effect. I know. One day I'll be where I need to be. Do you see yourself like, even if you made it to like somebody like Impact, you'd be happy? I think I would. I think Impact still—they uh, have their TV program. I'm not sure what program they're on anymore, but getting that national exposure is huge. I mean, um, once you get on that spotlight, it's up to you. Yeah. And I think um, it just kind of—if you can make it to Impact, I think that that national exposure kind of puts you on the map or a place like Japan. Yeah. And it's just all about how you perform and. Anything could happen.
0: Would you want to go to Japan to perform?
1: Yeah, definitely. I uh, would want to go to Japan. I've been thinking um, one of my friends out here in Texas is moving to Germany. So maybe in the summer, I was thinking doing like three or four months in Germany. Just see see what's out there, man. Yeah.
0: Is wrestling huge in Germany?
1: I'm not sure. I've been researching. It's, it's crazy because they'll have shows like on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and it's completely sold out. So I, it's still a really big deal over there. Yeah. What... um.
0: I know you said, you know, like, you know, like people, you know, you said the ultimate goal might be WWE, but like lately it seems like the indie scene is just hopping too.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like it's amazing all these, um, shows that are popping up everywhere. It seems like almost every single state has this huge indie show where people are actually making good money. And, um, that'd be, I kind of like the idea, kind of like the Cody Rhodes thing, jump into the indies. Once you start building your name and everything, it's like, uh, people start talking about you and, um. It's amazing. Like there's a new place in Seattle called Defy. It's a great show. Um just everywhere. Like Wrestle Circus here in Austin, just these huge shows are just coming out of nowhere. Yeah.
0: Or what's the other one? Evolve, I think it's called.
1: Yeah, Evolve. They uh run shows. It's just amazing. Like all these shows like in the past like two or three years have just come up and yeah. Well even that Hollywood championship thing, now it's on T V. Yeah, true. They just signed a huge deal with CW, so yeah. I mean it's amazing. The indies are really like I say it's the best it's been since like the WCW uh WWF war yeah. as far as like working and everything.
0: And the Hollywood one they they got some recent big names to show up there too, like uh Jack Swagger and uh I think even uh Alberto went there.
1: Yeah, I was actually there for the one with um Alberto. That was awesome to be able to meet him and whatnot. Do you uh do you wrestle for them all the time or is it when whenever they just call you? Um, Pretty much like whenever we we could come up with some dates, because I know my brother lives out there now, so it's kind of like visiting uh, my brother as well. Um, Definitely in the future here. I'm kind of booked up until uh, 2018, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting back down there. They have an amazing show going on. Have a question for the Man Cave
0: Chronicles? Tweet them now at the MCC Podcast.
1: RotoWare.com. RotoWare. Big shout
0: out to the RotoWare uh, company. they so goddamn comfortable. Can't recommend them enough, man. Yeah. High quality t shirts. Shout out to rotoware.com. You see me rocking the shirts on the videos and stuff like that. Where'd you get that?
1: RotoWare?
0: That is courtesy of RotoWare. It's just, it's
1: just the highest quality of shirts.
0: Yeah, I really like the baseball designs you got here. The shirt is beautiful.
1: Everybody who I've talked to who has the shirt basically says they can't believe how good the quality is. Yeah, kid. I've seen you've been getting a lot of love. You said you've been only running for a little over a month. See, yes guys are tween out shirts i'm seeing fantasy personalities everywhere digging this guy's shirt
0: i love the run dfs shirt it comes the baseball cards with all the different shirts on it rotoware on twitter check out rotowear.com. oh my god is this, is this shirt making love to me right now like what's going on i love this
1: shirt hey guys this is brian scammon i'm kimberly nicole and we're sibs web series and you're listening to the man cave podcast
0: and um but yeah, like I said, uh, I've been, we've been now uh, what talking for a few months now on Instagram. Yeah, it seems and, like a couple months. And um, you seem like you're you're great with the fans after shows.
1: Yeah, it's one of my favorite things. Like, um, it just drives me because I know, I was at a place where I was in that crowd like three or four years ago, and to be able to see people like captivated, and, like, I get these amazing messages from like Facebook, Instagram, just telling me how much like, just watching me means to them and everything, and like it's just amazing.
0: What, um, have you, have you, can't
1: even talk. I'll edit this part out, but, uh, (laughs) have you,
0: um, stepped in the ring with Booker T at all?
1: Yeah, um, a couple times, like when he's not in the actual match, but, like, he'll definitely be going over things. He's such a hands on person. He wants it to be perfect. So he'll be like, this is what I need. Uh, I need you here, you here. And it's amazing because just the littlest things he'll say really like resonates and it clicks with you. And it's like, I never even thought of that, but like just little things like that. It's just crazy. Um just going through the mind of Booker T through the years, just listening to him. I've learned so much. Do you, if you can step into the ring with one person right now, who would it be? And why? That's a tough question. Let me think about this one. Um, I would say I'm going to keep it on the independent level. I'll say right now, I say like a guy like Matt Riddle or something like that. Someone who's kind of has that indie name, someone I could kind of test and say, you know, I just stepped in the ring with the best guy in the Indies, maybe like a Cody Rhodes or something like that and kind of proved to myself I could be on that level.
0: With uh and Cody Rhodes, yeah, he's he's a great wrestler. Yeah, it's amazing what he's done on the Indies. And you know, that whole thing with him in WWE, I don't know, it's like he was being used the wrong way. Yeah, definitely
1: so i mean i think a lot of
0: fans were upset with that whole star gimmick and
1: they it should... definitely uh it, it outlasted its uh purpose do you
0: uh how do you see yourself like as, as a wrestler do you like to do the baby face or
1: heel uh, i'm pretty much babyface like 90 percent of the time i've only done like two heel shows in my whole life so mm.
0: do you prefer being a baby face
1: I do. I, uh, it actually brings me a story up in Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. I uh, went down there and they were like super adamant they wanted me as a heel. And I was like, I'll, I'll give it a shot. So um, I went out there as a heel. It was like a dark match for them. And it went great. It was really exciting because it was the first time I really got to um, venture down that avenue. Um, but I do. I, I like being a baby face. I think it's my best, most experienced role right now. So, so uh, how, how long have you been the TV champion now for? Pooh, it's been since the end of summer, so a couple months, now, I think three months. And how was it winning that title? It was amazing. It was just another step. Um, I. It was kind of weird because, like, at the beginning of the summer, I kind of knew I'd be there, because I put in the hard work. I knew everything was just kind of going that way, and um, it was funny because you you get that big championship moment. It was like our biggest show ever, so it was a packed house. They were just loud and raucous, crazy, and um, it was kind of weird. Like I won it, but it, it's like I already knew. I already knew I was going to do it, so I didn't really take it. And it was more of like, what's next? What could I do next? It's always like, um, where could I take this next?
0: Yeah. does uh, Was that show like in, in the school where Booker has it? Or do you guys actually do it like in uh, in other areas?
1: Yeah, we have all of our shows at the school. Um, it's amazing. Like the, the TV aspect looks so great. And um, we're gearing up for our biggest show ever. It's going to be our first ever live show for fight tv for december it's going to be our christmas chaos show we got the um green ranger i'm expecting like i think that's going to be like the real big event that really puts us on the map and when um when is what day is that it's going to be december 9th live on fight tv and um it's going to be amazing i just know fight tv that's an app right you have to download to watch it yeah you could download the app or if you have like a desktop you could watch it on there and uh are you defending your title that night yeah, I got a uh, big news today on what's gonna happen. Stay tuned. It's a big time match at Christmas Chaos. Yeah, who, it's exciting, who, man. I can't wait. Who are you wrestling that night? I'm gonna be facing Terrell Tempo, one of the best here in Texas. Have you wrestled him before? Yeah, we have wrestled a couple times. Um, our last time was in July. We had an awesome match, and now I'm not gonna give it away or anything. But there's a special stipulation added onto it. If you stay tuned, if you watch Christmas Chaos, it's gonna be it's gonna be a special night. What um. What is your wrestling style like?
0: Like what do you try to like for like moves and stuff like that?
1: Um, I always kinda kept it kinda brought that amateur base. I did amateur wrestling for about seven years growing up, but I've I've added a high flying style to kinda like mix. I I feel like um wrestling is kinda going that way. I know they call it like indie wrestling or whatever, but I feel seeing someone do these like incredible uh aerial aerial moves or whatever it really adds to the match if you could do the basis right and everything. So I'm kind of uh, developing kind of a high flying style. Do you see yourself uh, even uh, like
0: traveling like towards like the East Coast for wrestling?
1: Yeah, it's definitely something I want to do. Um, talking to a lot of friends, I don't know when it's gonna happen, but I definitely see myself doing something. Like I said, the Germany thing is in the back of my mind. There's something. There's just something there. I don't know what if it's in like like you said the East. There's just something. I feel like I need to do here coming up, something like just take a risk and get out there, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Where do you see yourself after wrestling? What are your goals after that? Um, the ultimate goal would kind of be like doing what Booker does to have my own school. That would be the biggest thing, like um, build a foundation, have a school, and help other people like me because, like, if Booker wasn't around, I don't know where, where I would really be right now if I'd be back in Oregon or where, what I really would have done. He's helped me so much.
0: Do you see yourself staying in Texas even after you're done or do you think you'll like just pick a, a random spot in the in the country?
1: It would probably be back on the west coast, maybe in like Oregon or something. I love the the atmosphere over there. Like um when I wrestle for the WC just flying back home just kind of has that special feeling to it. So I would say somewhere I'm not sure maybe like California, Oregon, somewhere around there. Have you um
0: have you ever been injured wrestling?
1: Uh, nothing too serious. I remember we had like a biker show and I like bit through my tongue. They said I had to like get stitches, but I was like, nah, fuck that. I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm fine. Uh little things here and there, bumps and bruises, but I've been lucky, like no no tears, no injuries so far. Where
0: uh how can the fans get a hold of you?
1: Uh they could contact me on Cam Wrestler on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook under Cam Cole. Um those are the two ones I really made stay like uh focus on i'm thinking of starting a twitter here soon it's just i've never really been like a huge fan of twitter but it's simply something i want to do just to get the uh, max potential re- reaching out to fans and whatnot yeah.
0: what is your favorite one of your favorite stories about wrestling that you want to share with the fans and the listeners
1: Ooh, let me think um this time about last year it was around december we got a group of guys and we made a 24-hour drive to um, north dakota to wrestle and it was like, I didn't know how cold it would be. So I didn't really like pack accordingly. It was like negative degrees, just snow everywhere. But it was really, it was one of the most, uh, fun experience I've had yet in wrestling. We, um, stayed in North Dakota for a couple of days and it was just a blast. Like every night it was just, uh, guys living their dreams, just having fun. Like it was just crazy. Yeah.
0: All right. And, uh, well, I'd like to thank you for coming on and, uh, Hopefully you'll come back on in a few months. You know, keep up the you know the indie scene and everything, and uh, we'll tune in to watch the show. And, uh, awesome, definitely. You know, like I said, be uh, be a regular guest on the show.
1: Yeah, I'd love to. I right, thank you for having me on. Right, thank you.